Hello, everyone. Hello, Sean. How are y'all doing today? Hey, guys. Hey, Chris. Welcome to This Podcast Does Not Have a Name, episode 48 for October 5th, 2022. Well, it's uh, it's been another week, and we're back. And uh, how have you been, Chris? I know you haven't maybe been feeling well recently. No, I've been very stepped up, headache, very lethargic, like kind of like a bit of a cold or very small end of the flu. I don't normally, <laughs> like I'm always on the edge of having a cold because of where I work, but I don't usually feel like this. So tired's not that unusual, but like this is a bit beyond that. So I ended up not going in last night because I shouldn't be working if I'm feeling like that. So especially forklifts and such. Yeah. <laughs> that might be bad that's... if... <laughs> Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, you're, I'm not sure if this is like against the law or not. Well, I know for things that like when you're responsible for your safety and other safety, if you're like sick or drunk or whatever, you're legally not supposed to do that. Like, I'm not sure it, that applies to your like, situation or it's not. It's just like driving a car. You shouldn't be yeah. doing that if you're under influence or sickness. I'm not sure if that applies to your situation in terms of like legally. I know you're not supposed to like overall, but like legally, I'm not sure if that applies to you because you, you're you're in a warehouse, well, if, right? So if something was to happen, then the company get in serious trouble. So in a way, it is. <laughs> so okay, like because yeah, it's uh... the the government could do something about it or other factors, other yeah. factions, whatever you say. <laughs> I was gonna say it was funny because like I you guys invited me to play some DVD last night, which I couldn't mm. do unfortunately, and then. When when I woke up, I see you and uh, Rob are still on Discord. I'm like, are are you have you boys been playing all night? <laughs> no, I was up all night. Took a little bit of a nap when I could, but still try not to throw my sleep schedule off too much, even if I'm feeling ill. But uh, he had just woke up like an hour before, so because he usually goes to work around that time. But I think he called in as well, not feeling well as well. Mm. So. We did a few rounds of with a fortnight, and then I went to bed. Okay. So, it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess what else I've been up to? Not much of anything, except uh, I finished off the Fist of the North Star anime. Oh, like The finally. original series. Yeah. 150 episodes down. A series about big buff dudes fighting each other with <laughs> using pressure point techniques and weird weird martial arts. When all comes down to love and friendship will defeat all. It's oh, very no. fucking weird. <laughs> really? That's that's how they ended? Oh no. I mean that was a theme throughout the whole thing. Where it's Kinshiro okay. is carrying the weight of all of everyone's uh hatred and feelings and friendship on his shoulders as he tries to you know i guess defeat anyone who's trying to be bad to people in the wasteland like they draw the creator and multiple people say it in the series is that he has sad eyes and <laughs> sad looking eyes and the creator draws his eyes looking very sad but he's angry thick caterpillar angry eyebrows but his eyes always look so sad <laughs> like, like as if he's about to cry <laughs> But yeah, that's kind of a, thing, a theme through it, but it's just weird to see it go to the end and he actually defeats the embodiment of evil. 
<laughs> in that world. You know why he was about to cry? Because he, he realized that 20 to 30 years later, his legacy would be released on a Switch title for a boxing fitness minigame sort of <laughs> release on there. So he's like, this is what I've been reduced to. This is my legacy. I mean, that is about as true as any of the other stuff <laughs> that has come out for Fist of the North Star. And I read the first of the omnibuses for Fist of the North Star. It's Remind myself and the listeners when omnibuses again. It's like just a collection of graphic novels. It's usually three novels or three of the mangas put together in one uh, soft or hardcover book. I guess in America when they do it with comics they're called uh, treebacks or paper treebacks. So kind of the same idea as that. It's just a way to condense it into another release so you don't have like tons of books now you just have slightly fewer although more expensive but more content yes but the manga cuts out a lot of crap or i guess the anime technically added in a lot of crap into the into it the first arc with shin basically can sure out tracks down shin and defeats some of his generals and then shin runs off and then can show tracks him down again Defeats a few more of his generals and then finally catches up to him and defeats him at self. Was it self uh, star? Self Southern Cross. In the manga, he just finds Shin, defeats his generals, and defeats Shin. Like, oh, that was very fast. Like, none of this other crap in between. Like, can Shiro not go, not marching across the wasteland, like, on a death march to go find Shin? None of that. So, it's very condensed, which is nice. Uh, and it's a hell of a lot more gorier than the anime. Because the anime had to cut back on the gore. <laughs> like, the gore would be, like, on levels of, like, uh, Berserk. Where you see the oh. bone and muscle and sinew. All that just ripping apart. And in the anime, it was black silhouettes. To kind of show you. it. You know, there's violence, but we're not showing it to you. <laughs> right? Only certain things would be shown in the anime for violence. They did the same thing for Attack on Titan, if I recall correctly. Black shadows. Yeah, but in a different way. Because you could remove those little that shadow overlay and you could still see what's happening. Whereas the Fist in the North Star anime, it was just a black silhouette. So, you know, basically a black outline, or whatever you want to call it, for people getting killed. But kind of the same thing. But I think Attack on Titan is a lot more gorier than the original, than the original Fist in the North Star anime for reasons because the original anime i don't think would have gotten out if it was that as gory as the manga like at least not at that time like was 80s at least not on tv yeah. it would have to be ova series then and straight to vhs or dvds man i i remember some of the kind of 90s adult well okay i say adult like i don't mean like porn but i mean like made made for like adult like not for children is what i mean by that like i remember the uh kind of 90s kind of adults made for adults uh anime and yeah i think some of that shit was like really again i'm making this sound really not what i want it to be like really hardcore shit you know <laughs> you, you know what i mean it's like like blood and other things like, it's like yeah it may be that you know what I mean. they allow some a lot more violence in anime than they would in like an American 
cartoon, right? But still, mm-hmm. it's not on the levels of what you're describing, like the manga entertainment or the yes, exactly uh, the movies or any OVA movie or a movie made from a graphic novel like Akira, although Akira's not very violent, but you understand what I mean. Like they could yeah. do a lot more when they're doing it as a movie or as an OVA series, because those are usually straight to DVD or VHS. Or like, some shown late at night. So, <laughs> my one of the first animes I've ever watched. I think it might have been my first, actually, Chris. I think Manga Entertainment made this back in like the nineties. So was like Ninja Scroll. Ninja Scroll's amazing. And Ninja Scroll. <laughs> that was that was pretty much my introduction to anime. I was I must have been like fourteen or fifteen at the time. Like, oh my god, what the hell is this? This is amazing. It's like you know a lot of violence, a lot of blood. There's a couple scenes of nudity. I'm like, oh god! Like 14, 15 year old me, I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> you know, it's like, like that one Simpsons episode where where has this like, been all my life? All yeah, through, well, uh, that's Bone Storm. Too, yeah. yeah, Bone Storm. <laughs> wow, this game's amazing! I just entered my name, Thrill House. That's just Thrill Ho on the screen because <laughs> he ran out letters. But yes, uh. It was almost like that, but so yeah, that that's kind of what I'm kind of referring to. But like nowadays, yeah, they they're like slowly catching up again. But like it's, you know what I mean? It's like not that it's a bad or good thing. It's just a this, thing in general. Is for a lot of the shows now, when there's a lot more violence or adult situations, yada yada, they put that out on a different time slot. They've got proper rating systems now for that stuff. Mm-hmm. Which back in the day, they didn't, so they had to be wary of what they could show that's why a lot of that stuff was put on like straight to dvd right or straight to vhs it's because of that there's no rating system to tell them what you can and can't show on tv right or especially for animation so a lot of that was there and what we got on tv here was sailor moon and dragon ball and samurai pizza cats so all all the safe stuff (laughs) yeah now that i think about i'm not sure when i watched it i i think it came out in the 90s or was it just called 80s chris i don't I want to uh, say it's just, I think just due to the animation, I think it got released in the 90s. I'm not sure. Possibly, I don't think it would have been 80s. I don't know. It might have been done earlier, but it wouldn't have come over here right away. It would have taken quite yeah. a while. I don't know when I watched it now that I think I about watched it, it on but... uh, Space Channel around like 1997, yes. 98, when they're doing Space... their anime weekend stuff. They would show Galaxy Express, uh, Ghost in the Shell, mm-hmm. Ninja Scroll, and a few others. Oh, God. What was the one I saw on there? I don't remember. Man, I, I I was just a kid. No, was I? I don't even remember anymore where I saw it. I know I know what you're talking about because I think I saw it too. I think I I don't know. My memories are just a little scattered right now. But uh, yeah, I think my my first two animes were Ninja Scroll and then oh some I think Gundam Wing. It's like not the series a movie. I don't remember which movie. Don't ask. But yeah, I think you I think, think it might have been one of, one of the Gundam Wing series. I don't know. It was some sort of space mech. I'm not sure if it was Gundam Wing or something else. So it'd either yeah. be Wing or maybe Macross, but that's like seventies at seventies animation though. So yeah, you'd, you'd I think be it able to tell the difference. <laughs> yeah, I don't know honestly. As I said, my memories are, you know, but yeah, uh, yeah. I don't Macross know Macross was seventies. Jesus, I that's think a so. Long time yeah, ago. it's. Oh. I'm pretty sure it was before or around the same time the original Gundam series came out. Yeah, I, I don't know when I watched it. All I know is well, Ninja Scroll. It was like, I was like four, 13, 14 or something like that. I'm like, probably yeah, I, too young. <laughs> to I think Macross uh, like was 70s because I think uh, our friend uh, Mr. Ross there uh, 
told us he watched it when he was younger, when we okay. worked at nights. At least told nice. me. So hmm. he's the one who told me I should go watch Macross. <laughs> so God, that's some old shit right there. Yeah, it's Anyways. good shit. Macross is really good. <laughs> <laughs> I wish there was more Macross stuff. I haven't watched all of it, but I just wish it would continue. Mm-hmm. It's a cool series. Uh, I, I've yet to see Voltron, by the way. N- nothing from Voltron ever? Nothing. I know You of know Voltron. of it. Yeah, okay. I didn't watch the Netflix series. I watched the original series. I don't remember much of it. So, as far as I could tell, the Netflix series seems to be pretty good. I, I, I don't know. I'll have to watch it at some point, but Voltron's cool. If you like combining robots. Well, who doesn't? <laughs> so... Who, and I, that sounds like a joke, but I'm not actually joking. Who doesn't like combining robots? Some people don't. People well, something is wrong with these people, Chris. <laughs> something is very wrong with these people. But uh, yeah, for, for real though, uh, what else have you been up to? It's pretty much otherwise. been it. I just played a little bit more Cyberpunk and uh, Lunar. Lunar? Which yeah. is going. Uh, I did find out uh, on the 20th, I think it's this month, 20th? Uh, what was it called? Ultra Kaiju Monster Renters coming out on Switch. Wait, wait. Ultra Kaiju Monster, Monster Rancher. Rancher. So this is Monster Rancher just with a... With Kaiju. Like, Ultraman flavor. Kaiju. Okay. But, Interesting, huh? Uh, I went to go look at the price of what it's supposed to be here on the Switch online. They don't have it listed on there. It's probably going to be one of those games that doesn't appear on the store until the day of. Yeah, I know. I That's know there's so another annoying. game we talked about that that exact thing happened on Steam. And like they didn't have the price until. That was until... Uh, Digimon Survive. Okay, yeah. It did yeah. not come up until like a day or two before or the day of it went up on sale. That was annoying. So I of... wanted to pre- no, it was the day of it went on sale and went up because I wanted to pre-download the game so I could play it. And Did you play the game beyond that the first week? I haven't had time. <laughs> okay. The time I've had, like any time I've had on my weekends, I've been playing. Uh, uh, was it Ghost of Sushi? Hmm. Yeah, Slowly there's a lot of releases. Through there. I'm about halfway through the game, but there's a ton of stuff you do in that game, like lots of quests and lots of collectibles and that. So, there's a lot of releases coming out this month, surprisingly, for games. Yeah, it's the games that don't want to compete in November against uh, fucking Call of Duty, Pokemon, possibly God of War. Like, a lot of the big AAA games are coming out in November, so that there's like a month in time for parents to go buy their kids their Christmas gifts. And the guys who don't want to compete with that release in like October, somewhere in September. But yeah. It's kind of like that, um, how how every game is now being released. Every game after Christmas gets released in February. <laughs> you know, two months yeah. after Christmas. <laughs> like Pretty February's much. getting big. October and November have always been big. And then there's a couple months in the summer that are big. Like right before, right after uh, school, I think. <laughs> which, uh, is, is it the re-release? A Pokemon? You mentioned Pokemon. You didn't say which one. Was it like the Scarlet ones? uh and Oh Ruby. the new one. Yeah, the new ones. Okay. Those come out every November, God. I think it is. Didn't we just have Arceus last Yeah, that's a spin off. Like this year. Yeah. It's... Yeah, like I know Arceus is a spin off, but like they'd release a mainline, usually a mainline Pokemon game like every year. Sometimes they'll take a year off 
to do something like Dungeon Explorer or Pokemon Ranger and stuff like that. And then they'll have their spin-offs that they don't know if they're going to do really well. Released like at the beginning of the year, like Pokemon Snap, Stadium, yeah, RCS, and a few others that they'll release at the beginning of the year. But later that year, they'll still be a mainline title. <laughs> Is it Arceus or Arceus? I think it's Arceus, but I've never really heard it pronounced properly because everyone says it one or two, two or three different ways. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I haven't seen any gameplay of it, but like I think it's just like Skyrim and with Pokemon, isn't it? Say again. Oh, I've should, not it, seen Arceus or Arceus. Ar- Arceus. I think it's just Skyrim and Pokemon, pretty much. It's... Like I know it's like in ancient times before the technology that was there for except, Pokeballs. Except right? that there are Pokeballs. Oh, there are Pokemon. What's the point of the game then? I thought it was like in the, in well, the past. Well, I think we had a discussion with a, a friend of ours that um, how they try to pretend that there isn't like quantum physics and theory and technology in Pokeballs is that the Pokemon just shrink down in size and go live inside the Pokeball. Uh, that, I, I, I hate that theory. My I, I like the theory. I, I, I think the that's what that's... he told us that they do. They could grow and shrink in size at will, which makes... Sorry, go on. <laughs> I was going to say, I subscribe to the theory that, for several different reasons, that they become digitized data. Yeah. Like, they still are conscience. They basically become Digimon. But they are, like, <laughs> digitized. So that, because, like, if you're just putting it inside of, like, a cage, that's fucking cruel. But, like, that's the whole reason why in the anime, when they either, like, toss the ball or catch a Pokemon, like, hey, Caterpie, return. They kind of shoot that red line, and, like, they kind of, like, go into the pokeball it's or also you know how do they get transferred through bill's pc which is i was about to say that oh. right i was <laughs> just about to say that actually it's like it makes sense because like how do you transfer a living thing over the, a computer or over the internet it makes much more <laughs> sense to, to digitize i think game theory like matt pat's game theory on youtube actually did a, did a theory on this like two or three years ago like like what the heck happened to pokemon i know i know i watched it i just don't remember what he yeah came up with. like from what I, I haven't played Arceus yet, but from what we've heard, apparently they could just change its size, in which I question, why don't the Caterpies just grow in size to scare away the pages from eating them? Or shrink yeah, right. in size so they can't be found? Like, you know what I mean? Is, is that why we can't find all the legendaries? Because they're just really tiny and we can't find them until they decide to grow big and let us see them? Is that what's happening, Pokemon? And... And I, I'm sure I'm sure this has all crossed our minds at one point. So if we can digitize Pokemon and Pokeballs, what prevents doing the same to humans? I'm sure we can. Because I mean, Bill almost did that. He transferred his mind. Yeah, he he became a Pokemon in the in the very first Pokemon game. Remember that, or at yeah. least a hybrid of some sort. And in like, the anime, I think they did in the anime, didn't they? I, I think they had that episode know. in the anime as well. I know they had a Bill episode. <laughs> I remember that, but I don't, I don't remember the specifics. But uh, yeah, I yeah, mean, Pokemon that's kind stuff. of we're we're very much d- deep diving into. As like, long as we don't think of the Pokemon in in that way, then Pokemon's fine because it's just a catch hmm. catch your old Pokemon thing. If you actually think when, about it, when you think Pokemon came out about the same time, I think I could be wrong about those two animes we were talking about before, like Ninja Scroll and Macro- well, not Macross, but you know, around that time, I guess Fist of the North Star. It's like, oh my god, <laughs> you know, Pokemon's basically, yeah, they had the art style change that no one liked, but that aside, it's basically remained the same, give or take, yeah. over the years. They don't change nothing. It's the same thing, just like the games. Nothing changes. They'll add a new they... feature and then abandon it in the next game, and then 
They'll have a new feature in that game and abandon that in the next game. And the only game that will have all the features is Pokemon Go. In some weird, gross hybrid. <laughs> yeah, again, I'm not trying to shit on Pokemon. Like, I love the first game. But the, the second Nintendo or Game Freak specifically decide to give up the whole gotta catch them all, that's when I kind of gave up too. Because now it's... For several different reasons, it's almost impossible to catch oh. them all. Legit, like the legit, like it's yeah, almost can, like, as many Pokemon back, but... as there are uh, One Piece episodes. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. But uh, again, I, I don't have a solution. But my problem is, all every Pokemon game is the same. Like like the like the skeleton is the same. You're a kid. You pick one of a fire, a grass, or a water type as your starter. You get your eight badges and your region. You defeat the equivalent of Team Rocket and maybe some other catastrophic event. And then you do the Indigo Plateau and you become the champion of that region. And maybe you venture out to other regions after Basically. that. Like, the only, am I missing anything? The only <laughs> you know? thing that I think you would be missing, which is a bummer to me, is uh, your rival becomes lamer and lamer and lamer in every game. The first two or three games had good rivals. Then after that, they became really lame and dumb. I don't like the fact that you go to a region and this guy you don't know goes, Hey, big bu hey buddy, how are you doing? We'll be best friends. I'm going to be your rival. I'm like, I don't know you. Get away from me. Or Hop. Hop's annoying. I hate Hop. What's Hop? He's one of the, he's your rival in one of the Pokemon games. I hate him okay. so much. He's basically what I just described. I don't like him. I wish I could drown him. I don't like the... Wow. The... That's... 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 Uh... Very like, strong the emotions. best, the best rival in Pokemon, I think, is Giovanni's son, followed by Gary Oak. I know Giovanni had a son. I know yeah, Giovanni was the gym leader. He, he's got a, you know, it's gonna be a bad word, but he has a bastard son. Uh, I know <laughs> he was the the eighth gym leader of Ver, Ver, was it Verdian City. I know, like, yeah, the one that's next to the Town. second or third game, and then, and then, and then I remember in Pokemon Gold and Silver, Sword and Shield. That's what Gary pop. Gary annoying. took over that gym <laughs> from Giovanni. Yeah, um, in the game after that, I think it's the one with, um, I think it's Ruby and Sapphire, I think. Your rival is uh, Giovanni's son, who has a burning red hair. And he's he steals a Pokeball from... Uh, the professor? Yeah, from the professor. It's that one. Okay. He, you end up finding out later on he's Giovanni's son, and he wants to find out, he wants to find his dad and confront him as to what happened. Because he huh. ruined his life. <laughs> Basically. Okay. That yeah. sounds that's weird, but okay. No, he's yeah. he's he's great. Like not a, he's not a dick he's not as much a dickhead as Gary Oak. Because Gary Oak's in your face the whole time, but he's got his own reasons and he's also he is just as much a he is kind of a dickhead in a dip, in different ways and he has his own story, right? I think those are the two best rivals in Pokemon. And the best champion other than Red is Cynthia. She's so yeah, fucking hard in the games. <laughs> she is. I know everyone complains about her. I don't know why. Is that the same Cynthia as like the OG Elite Four Cynthia or different Cynthia? Oh my god. Because I, I want to say yes. There was that. There was the fighting guy who's shirtless. And who's the second one? The old, I think Agatha, the old ghost lady. And then there's Lorelai. And then there's Lance. No. Yeah, those are the four Elite Four. Originally, lead for those four. Bruno, think... Bruno, Agatha, Lorelai, Lance. I think so. she might have been one of the elite four, some point, or a gym leader. I just don't remember what game, but she's comes back in a few games 
if Ryan's not there is like the the champion you have to defeat if it's not your rival and she's okay. fucking tough sometimes <laughs> like welcome to episode one of pokemon talk i guess <laughs> yeah somehow we made but, our way here yes i know this i want to buy temtem but it's too much money Tem -tem? yeah especially pokemon oh okay no 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 i i, I know which game you're talking about yeah that's i think the, it's uh, on um game pass game pass it is it you is know what else that's is on the... game pass I, I was gonna say before you say that, like Temtem, for those who don't know, is like a Pokemon RPG. That's uh, I I don't think it's on PlayStation. I think it's just on Xbox and PC. I think. I but think it, Switch it, as well. Oh, Switch. Okay, it is it is a crossplay title though. But go ahead. What's what's what else is on the Game Pass? Fallout seventy six, and the DLC, yeah. the Pit. I got that for free for being so did an, I. an Amazon Prime member on Twitch. <laughs> this is not an advertisement, but no, it's if not. You wanted, but but if you like to give your uh, Twitch your 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 Prime subscription to my channel, no, I'm kidding. No, I'm not actually kidding. Well, I am, but I'm not. But I am. But anyways, <laughs> and um, yeah, I got that for free. That's I mean, eh, because I think you have to pay to play. I think Fallout seventy six, don't you? There are microtransactions to give you some stuff. I just don't know what. But the game is free. You don't have to pay to play on the servers and that. As far as I can, okay. as far as I so, know, what's the I, point of gifting us the game for free then? To try and get you playing the game because no one plays it's like, the game. Here's a free game. It's free for everyone, not just you. But here's a here's a free version of. I'm like, okay, that makes no sense then. Well, they've got microtransactions. They want people to get in on the game and start playing, and because the pit's out, they want more people playing, and right. to show off the game that it's not just a barren wasteland that they actually did stuff to the game. Like add mm. NPCs and quests and I don't know what else. <laughs> I doubt it puts a Fall Fancy fourteen in terms of turning around that much, but I think they have turned around a little bit. Yeah, I mean lot. it's no FF fourteen. I don't think it's a, a No Man's Sky situation, but I think it's definitely better than what it used to be. I haven't mm -hmm. played it yet. I might at some point. <sighs> that's well. That's just it. to kind of speed things along. <laughs> was that it for you? You just said, yeah, or was there anything else? For me. Okay. Since we went on a uh, tangent about Pokemon and other stuff. Right. For me, obviously, last week, we, we did the po well, I did the podcast from the hotel room. So, obviously, I got back from that on Friday. Just, uh, yeah, just uh, I'm playing some games. Get, went back into FF7. I did do a test stream on Saturday. I did uh, Final Fantasy fourteen. I came back to that after, like, two years. So, mm. I did some of the uh, the 5.5 series of quests i think i have to do one more so i'm on the quest right before the first quest for the latest expansion endwalker so yeah mm, um, everything's yeah. kind of yeah uh i might i might stream that again that was more of a test stream uh then i just played final fantasy 7 remake uh the last like three nights or so um it's been pretty fun according to steam because of the achievements i just completed chapter 10 i think i'm either on Did chapter you... 10 or I just completed. Let me just quickly check. It'll take like two seconds. Did you yeah, get I to completed the chapter ten. Best part in the Honey, game. Honeybean, yes. If that's what you're talking about, yes. I'm not sure that's the best part of the game, but I, I, I got the. Okay, so there's an achievement. If you do well, then he gives you some earrings, and it's like, or something. It's an achievement. Like he earns his respect or something like that. I got that my first try, but I couldn't see the dance moves because in the mini game you have to like watch this light swirl around to press the right button at the right time yeah. that's what i was watching I, I, I even on stream i'm like i can't watch them dance i have to watch this light so i'll have to watch this back later which i haven't done yet but uh ooh. is zordon calling you 
No. Sorry, guys. We we must go. Yes, Zordon. Rangers. <laughs> I have not put a custom ringtone on my phone. That was some junk mail. Probably. Thank you for reminding me, though. I have to put my Fitbit on here. I forgot to put it on today. Um, right. but, uh, what do you think in general of, like, you know, one of the fears of doing FF7 Remake was they're going to screw up, like, was it Sector 6? Like, how are you going to do that to this day and age, you know, with what's going on in that sector? Uh, what do you think of the entirety of them changing it up? And do you think it's a good change? Do you think it's bad? I think you spelled something for me, is what I think. <laughs> because right now we're racing back to prevent Sector 6 from dropping like it did in the OG game. But you're saying, it, you're essentially telling me it's not going to drop. No. Right? By saying that. No. Oh, okay. Or 6. No. Honeybee in, what sector is that? Where you begin? So the at the start of the game, we do make a reactor 8. No, and then we... Honeybee in, what sector is that in? Oh. That whole Don Cornetto. Five, I think. I five. could be wrong. See, yeah. Sorry, I got the sector wrong. Sector five. Because people were afraid they would screw that up. Right? Because of, you know, the context of sector five and what's going on there. It's basically... They, uh, well, you've, you've been there. You you know what it's like. What kind of... Area it's like it a is. red light district, essentially. That's right? the phrase I was looking for. Kind of red lights and, and, and other stuff, but... People didn't think that they'd be able to do that this day and age and convey what it's supposed to be and do it tastefully. Yes. What do you think in the end with the changes? I think they did an amazing job. Yeah. They didn't hold back, but they didn't need to hold back because they did it in a good way. No, but there was some sleazy stuff with the first one, like spying on people in their rooms. Like the old yes. couple, oh, so great, our, our kid got us a fancy room in the city. And it's some sleaze hotel that he spent like two quid on or two fucking dollars on. They get them a room at a sex hotel. Mm-hmm. And then the cultists in the room next door, and, you know, like, what the hell's going on here? And they then took the hot tub. Out. They took all those things out. I, I even saw on the stream, like, oh God, I hope I don't find the room where in the OG version, Cloud goes inside and there's like, 10 or 20 guys. But there. you have to, like, you, you <laughs> have to do, you have to do the good ones. So you get the, Undergarments? I don't remember what you get there. I don't remember in the OG version what you get. But <laughs> you yeah. also had they, to get they, your makeup done there in the yeah. original. They, they change, I like how they changed it now because in the OG version, it's like, oh, do this like one shot mini game. And depending how well you do, you get like one of three items. If you fail, you yeah. get this. If you do really well, you get this. And if you do okay, you get the middle one. And you don't have a chance to redo it again. Now they're like, okay, now they're actually side quests. It, you, you, don't, you don't have to do it because they're side quests but if you want to kind of go the extra step you can and yeah. that's what i did right so yeah um it was it was good i i enjoyed it i wasn't expecting the dance number with a- andrea because first i thought andrea was female because of their name andrea is typically almost always a female name so when he said oh andrea runs the honeybee and i'm like okay and then mm-hmm. one or two npcs because i talked to every npc in the town said him for Andrew, I'm like, oh, Andrew is a dude. Okay, that's that's you know, did not know that. And then, yeah, I'm, they, they did they did cloud a makeover during the dance. I'm like, I'm okay, glad, that was super. I'm glad you didn't have that whole sequence spoiled for you. Yes, <laughs> like no, I, I was more, I was like more in shock. I'm like, I don't. This is well, like yeah, a I mean, dream. but like, it's way different than the original. Like how all that comes together and. The yeah. fucking dance mem- number and them doing you up right there and then to go in to get into the fucking Cornetto's place. Like, 
it's amazing. And I like, uh, was it, uh, Earth is in the uh, crowd cheering. Go, Cloud, yes. go. <laughs> First, Cloud was going to walk off, but then he sees Aerith cheering he, her, or him. He's like, fine, I'll just dance. <laughs> I, I don't think Cloud know, would know how to dance as well as he did. He had no practice. That That's not improvisation. That's like he, he knew how to dance, but he, he shouldn't know how to dance. He, well, you don't know what the teacher in Soldier. Maybe they teach you how to dance in movies. Maybe they do. I mean, they got to teach right. them how to uh, do, how to play volleyball, right? Groove? Shortless. Or is that only Top that. Gun? I don't get that reference. It's Top Gun. I never reference. saw Top Gun. Yeah, I never saw the movie. Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, I know Top Gun is, but I never saw the movie. The first or the second one that just came out. Either or, I did not see them. But uh, yeah, uh, it's a great game. Holy shit, I'm. A little over had the halfway point, so we'll see what happens next. Um, I have been taking my time, of course. So I've been doing every side quest, talking to every NPC sort of thing. The only thing I don't like about this is, like, generally NPCs have two or three different things to say, and there's no talk button, right? Like in a tra uh, traditional JRPG, you go up to someone, an NPC, you press the button, you talk to them, their dialogue comes up on the screen. Mm. You've yeah, because you're directly this... talking with them. In yeah. This. Now it's like you have to come within a certain radius of the group that you're overhearing. Like there's no talk option, but then like what what happens is you have to back out and come back within the, the same radius to kind of hear the additional yeah. dialogue. But then like when you back out, you might have like this group you actually accidentally back into, and now when you try and back into the first group that you want to hear, these guys' dialogue and subtitles because I have the subtitles on the screen are overriding these guys. So I'm like, great, now I have to back out again and get this guy's dialogue one, which I already heard, and back out again and get the second got dialogue number two, because it goes one, two, one, two, one, two. Yeah. I'm like, this is a, a logistical nightmare. It's taking so long to like if you, you wanna know. see up hear all the conversations. Yes. Cause you know Which I do. And a lot of the in a lot of those, because they did that in I think Final Fantasy 15, uh, where it was you don't there's only a few people that you actually directly interact with to go talk to. And others are just conversations in the world you just happen to be listening in on. So unlike the old games where it was you directly talking to them, right? So <laughs> when I say I like to hundred percent my games, just just for you know an explanation's sake, it's not just achievements. I mean, like everything I have to do in the game, right? I know. Like, Aside from like rolling items to ninety nine of every, like that's just a number. I'm not. You're not missing content. I don't want to. When I say 100, I mean content. I don't want to miss any content, right? Oh yeah, I know. So I, yeah, I just don't know how it works in that game. And there's a lot of ambient dialogue and stuff like that in these types of games. I want to say that near Automata might do something similar to that, but I don't remember how many NPCs are in that game. God, no, the, I don't think it's the, that. I don't think it's as bad. I think there's like a couple cities or a couple towns, and that's it. I don't think it's as bad. Could be wrong. I don't remember. Shit, what and we were just talking about what, what what's the section called with, with Don scenario? No, no, well, that's a sector, but like what's it called? The Wall Market, that's it. Wall yeah, Market. Wall Market. Wall Market is so freaking crowded that I had so many so many of these issues. But yeah, there's like the game doesn't outright say it, but it's obvious there's like a lot of prostitutes just like standing there and they're talking about like Aerith or Cloud. Like when, once you get like all fancied up, like Aerith or Cloud, like ooh. You know, she looks really good talking about Aerith and like, ooh, nice dress. And then when Cloud, they're like, oh, hey, new girl, you want to work for us? Yep. Yeah. Like I'm them like, all okay. catcalling uh, Cloud. <laughs> yes, there's a lot of cat cloud cat calling when when you're when you get dressed as a female for Cloud. So that's funny. <laughs> yeah, I put him. I put everyone in their best dresses for oh, the first course. playthrough. 
all three of them. Tifa, I had the option of choosing, was it exotic or there's mature, which I'm told is like the default one. I should pick that. There's mature, exotic, and I picked the third choice. I chose exotic, so she has like kind of like a half kimono. It goes up until like her thighs and then stops. Mm. So yeah, she's very Asian looking. Aerith is gorgeous. She has like the fancy red dress. And then Clouds is, I think I put her him in the in the kind of white and blue dress with the tiara. Yeah. Kind of like a callback to the OG game, which is funny. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that was a good sequence. Um, I just got out of the sewers. That's mm. where I quit. And that's when the new chapter started. So some of these abilities are really amazing. Like Aerith has like a familiar that she can summon and that just double, like does what she, what she does. So if she attacks, like her attack power doubles, that sort of thing. Like it's as really if nice. she's summoning Carbuncle the buffer? Not really, because it's, it's like a little fairy... I love Final Fantasy fourteen almost that like mm. flies around her and like just the attack with her staff, the fairy will also attack like double damage essentially. So yeah. Um aside from that, Final Fantasy fourteen, Final Fantasy seven remake. I haven't really done much. Um I have begun the process of migrating um from slobs, which is Steam Labs OBS, to regular o OBS with stream elements plugged plugin. Um so all the scenes, all this all those are are incorporated. I did that. I, the next thing I have to look at is the alerts because the two programs differ, right? First of all, I'm going to backtrack a little second. We'll come back to that thought. Okay, so on um, slobs, your sound is universal. It's like it has its own tab and it's like constant. But that's not the case for OBS. For OBS, you have to like input your sounds for every scene, which is I was like spending like 10 minutes like, where the hell is the sound? Why is, does my mic not work? That's why. And likewise, on slobs, for all my, like, I, I made a folder with, like, six or seven different things, like sound alerts, you know, uh, like, like the, the sound alert thing that you can click mm -hmm. on on someone's channel, the, like, the alerts in general, like, oh, hey, I got a sub, or hey, I got a follow, uh, you know, like, the, the trigger fire, like, all those things, I kind of made into its own folder. Yeah. And I had to have that on every scene. I can still do that, and it works from having transferred them over, but it's going through it's going through OBS uh, slobs. It's not going through OBS. But if I want to put them through OBS directly, I have to look. I have to do more research. And and if you're a fellow streamer listening to this, please do reach out and let me know. But this is this is what my research showed so far. You have to put your sound alerts and bake them into every scene. Like you have to go to the stream elements website, make it, and put the sound alerts into there. So there's no easy way in the middle of a stream to like move where the sound alerts are sort of thing. They're like yeah, I, baked into it. I have Anyways. no idea. I haven't looked at original OBS or XSplit in general for quite a while. Yeah. But uh, if it gives me anyway. more freedom in terms of like my sound issues in that, like sound problems I've had, or being able to set volume levels for every specific thing easier, I might swap back to one of those two. The the best thing about using stream elements is you. I, I reset this up; it's working perfectly. But you have to have stream elements open to use it. Is your you get your custom bot name into your channel instead of stream elements? It's not the stream elements bot renamed. It's literally a new account. Mine is Zorbot. Zorb bot. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's my bot name. You can have that in your channel, which I always wanted a custom bot name. But for stream for slobs, you have to pay. You have to subscribe to their premium service, which is like a hundred bucks a year. But on stream elements, you can get for free. You know, so that I like. But uh, yeah, I, I'm in the pro. I might do a test stream this weekend. Like I, 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 I won't be playing Final Fantasy VII remake. 
I'll just do like a like Final Fantasy 14 or something that's uh it's not quite as popular. Just kind of like test it out a little bit. But yeah. Uh, aside from that, um yeah, uh so Nessie redeemed which is a friend of mine, she redeemed uh she spent fifty thousand points to make me play a game called Super Seducer. Oh, now, Chris, this is a game. It sounds like you know what it, which game. Oh, this I is. know exactly what this yeah. ball garbage game is. Yes, exactly. So I got I got it on sale. It's seventy five percent off Steam. I got the first two games. For, That's for too much for off. It. Doesn't matter what the price was. If it was a penny. Yes. It's too much to give to the dev. I'm told it's it's very cringe. So we'll see. I'm gonna try and get all the achievements. I'm, I'm not on the same playthrough, but I'm gonna I'm gonna make a day of it. I'm just gonna like have a drinking stream. Um, I play a, a few silly games. I might play a game called Poop in Your Soup, which is like 99 cents on Steam. I, That's I'm probably better of... than Super Seducer. <laughs> I'll play that first. I'm told it's like an hour to 100% that game. And then I'll <laughs> switch over to Super... I, I need to play Super Seducer because Nessie redeemed it. So anyways, um, I've... I watched her play it. She played it through it recently, five minutes on her channel. It was very cringe. Mm. So I kind of know what I what to get into. But I don't want to really watch more than that because it wouldn't spoil anything. But basically... For those who don't know, it's, and I, I don't think it's a parody. I think it's like, he's taking it very seriously. Yes, I think the creator take, took it very seriously, but I think everyone else sees it as a meme. But I think the creator himself took it very seriously. Basically, how do you talk to women? It's like an FMV, a full motion video video game, like with you know, like with real life people, they just like film them in different situations. It's basically choose your own adventure on a date. Is the best way I can describe it. From what I know, I could be wrong, but that's the, the just I got out of it in the five minutes. But some of the answers are so cringe. Like, yeah, it's just a pickup what? artist yeah, game. Exactly. And he, he gives you like real tips. Like he actually knows what he's talking about, which apparently he doesn't. But like literally one of the choices I saw in Nessie pick was like, can you ask your friend if she's a slut or something like that? I'm like, oh, God, that's so fucking cringe. Now they like, give you oh one God. bad option. Like and two, I don't know what the other options. I guess OK and good or normal, bad, good and normal options i guess if you want to label them but mm -hmm. they they're all awful <laughs> I don't... I, I did, yeah i did the drinking stream back in on february to celebrate my new job and because at christmas for my other job they gave me a bottle of whiskey and vodka and i'm not a drinker well i do drink but i'm a very social drinker and like ever since that stream they've been seeing my fridge i'm like these need to be like finished off within the year before they go bad I don't think those two go bad very quickly. Like I'm pretty sure they're still safe. I gave them a sniff in the fridge the other day. They they seem fine. I don't know. I'm not a big drinker. I don't like alcohol or whiskey to be honest. But they need to be drunk. So so you're getting turned yeah. super super seducer to a drinking game. Essentially, <laughs> that's why I'm going to open up with poop in your soup. I'm going to have like some incentives if you want to make me take a shot, sort of thing. If not, I'll just slowly be sipping on those things very slowly. So. Yeah, uh, that's about it. Um, I guess we can move on to the news now. Uh, I thought I forgot. Yeah, I thought I forgot something, but uh, I guess not. Anyways, yeah, let's move on to the news. Um, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, I believe, Chris stories we're going to cover this week. Something like that. And we actually have some uh, decent, like, meat on the bone stories for once. So, yeah. Uh, let's begin with this one. You know, to the surprise of absolutely no one. So I don't really know why some people are saying otherwise, but uh, Google finally, finally, like for real this time, pulled the plug on Stadia. Like, Unlike what we heard before, where it was apparently dead, but not dead, they finally put the final nail in the coffin. Yeah, it's like everyone knew this was coming. 
everyone knew, especially the first time we covered this, like at the start of the year, I think it was. Stadia, I think is, can you believe it, Chris? I think, I think it's been out since like 2019 or 2018. I, I don't know how far back. Yeah, okay, Cydia was un unveiled at the GCD 2019. So that's when it was unveiled. I okay, I was wrong then. I I'm think not the sure when Wii it launched. Wii U lasted longer than Stadia. Yes. Or was it the Wii U? Honestly, one or the other. One one of those two I think outlasted Stadia. And here's here's the funny part. I just want to open up with this, even though maybe I should end, be ending with it, but uh yeah, so when it was first revealed, um uh Harrison, which is like the the kind of, the guy in charge. Um, they asked if it was just another ambitious Google project that would be abandoned after a few years. Mm. And he says, uh, and th these are quotes, by the way, I understand the concern, but I think all of you have to have to do is look at the level of investment that we have made and continued to make in Stadia. This is not a trivial project by any means. This is a very, very significant cross-company effort that isn't just by my team, but it's also across YouTube. It's across our technical infrastructure and networking team. That represents thousands of people who are working on this business. And now they can just shut it down. Like Google is very famous for like launching a lot of like products if, and services. And just if you can, them. if you work at Google and you get something off the ground in development, that's basically promotion for you. Like, There's a website. I forget what's called, like Google Graveyard or something like something that. Like it's like that. it lists all the applications and services that like Google is like launched and like killed off. Yeah, they'll over the years. They launch a bunch of stuff and just keep them in development, like graveyard hell, just sitting there doing bare minimum stuff. You know, not telling people what's going on with it, not even the people who are creating it. And then all of a sudden, you know, it gets shut down, and you notice, you know, a couple people are still working for the company, and and a bunch of people, like two people, get promoted from it. People who created it, and a bunch of other people just lose their jobs or have to go find other work in the company. Right, because they just shut it down, which mm -hmm. happened with this. They didn't tell anyone what was going on, not the people working on Stadia, not any of the people still working on games for Stadia, nothing, just shut down overnight, just like they've done before with other stuff. Yep, a lot of people were like had like contracts and agreements, so yeah, still. People. And we're told yeah. like a couple of weeks ago, don't worry, guys, things are still okay. And they found out at the same time as we did, like as everyone else did. So it's like, oh, okay. And now they're saying, oh, like we we doubt Google's going to reach out to us. We're going to have to like, you know, not be the bigger man, but because that's the the, the wrong way of saying it, because that doesn't really apply to the situation. But like, they're going to have to like be the ones that reach out. You know, you know, you know what I mean? Mm. Excuse me. And like, kind of say, hey, like, what the fuck? Like, honestly. And it's funny because Google has to offer refunds for everyone now, Chris. Like for all the games. They're offering full refunds because it you're not should. <laughs> I think they're sh they're officially shutting down the service. Yeah, the official shutdown date is January 18th, so it's coming up in a few months. But uh, yeah, so three that's going to be three months in a little bit. <laughs> mm -hmm. And people are already saying like to you know I'm not sure who's playing honestly like Stadia like right now, but people who are. Um, they're reaching out to people like Destiny 2, like Bungie for Destiny 2, Red, De Red, De Red, De Red, De Red Dem Redemption 2, Cyberpunk 2077. They're saying, hey, can we like transfer our content, our progress over to like Steam or something else? Please? Yeah, like since we bought the game, instead of just a refund, why don't you just give us a copy of the game on the other platform so mm -hmm. that we can continue to play? And I think some of them are looking into doing that or or have already started to do that. 
I don't know about all the devs yet, but yeah, I mean, there's been some uh, devs who've been trying to get um, some of the reimbursement back from their investment into Stadia. One company says that if it wasn't for them releasing on other platforms next year, they would be in like the seven figure mark for like all the development of the game. But since they might be able to get some of that money back on other platforms, they say it's only like six figures still almost a million dollars or anywhere close to that. Like hundreds of thousands of dollars is a lot of investment for a indie indie title. Cause I believe this was an indie game coming out and <laughs> yeah, I mean, Her God Harrison, he blamed the false idea on essentially Microsoft's acquisition of Bethesda. Is, but what really <laughs> happened was, was Microsoft launched cloud gaming, which is like, what say it should have been in the first place, which is amazing. I've used it myself. I, I don't like playing over the cloud. I like downloading my games, but still the options there, you can play it on your web browser, like on any web browser, you can play it on your phone. You know, it's, it's, you can well, play it anywhere. You, you don't need to like purchase specific proprietary equipment or controllers wasn't or whatever. Stadia basically a shell to show that you could do the cloud gaming thing. And then Xbox took it and made it better. Essentially. <laughs> I mean, I think I think that city came up before cloud gaming. That was it did. A big it thing. did. It did. And honestly, that's and I say this unironically, even though it sounds ironic. I, I'm not being ironic. Stadia will serve will have served a purpose in gaming history by being a stepping stone for Microsoft for the cloud gaming. Yeah. Because like, who knows if cloud gaming for Microsoft would have got off the ground as quickly if it wasn't I for mean, Stadia. Cloud gaming isn't all. Isn't just play while streaming it is also you can download to your platforms as well so you don't have to be streaming the entire time but it still will show you know what could have been done now and what they will have to fix in the future one the us's fucking internet structure <laughs> and other countries as well but you know internet has to get bigger internet uh speeds have to get better and cheaper for people to be able to use it properly and afford it before they could do this again, I think. <laughs> it may have increased a lot over the years, but it's nowhere near enough to do like Cyberpunk properly at 60 frames without stuttering or stopping. And if your internet dies, rip goes your game. You gotta redo it all again. You yeah, know? I mean, like we, we covered a lot of this back in our previous episodes, but remember what like City was having- <laughs> Uh, was it? Um, Stadia. Oh yeah, Stadia. You know, had problems even just launching and playing the game. There's like lag and all that. But yeah. cloud, Xbox in, Cloud Gaming had like none of that at yeah. all. And they had problems playing it in like unless if you're in maybe the big cities, like the big U.S. cities, where you're right next to, like if you're in Silicon Valley, maybe you wouldn't have had issues. But people in in the butt fucking nowhere, you know, like Plague of Gripes trying to play on something like this. He's not going to be able to play. He's mm -hmm. got one internet service provider and they're trash. <laughs> you know, stuff like yeah. that. And Google Fiber was supposed to fix this, but they can't roll up Google, Google Fiber everywhere because there are, uh, in the US, I believe, there are uh, lobbyists for the other companies blocking Google from putting up internet service in other in other uh not countries uh uh states could be wrong but i'm pretty sure that was stopping them from releasing 
Google Fiber, fiber everywhere, <laughs> which they were trying to do. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of things that helped contribute to the fall of this. And it's my, not all just Microsoft's fault. <laughs> yeah. My heart goes out to the devs, but honestly, who didn't see this coming at the same time? Like, yeah. I mean, they, the there's a predecessor the wall, to this. There's a predecessor to this before that also died. And when Stadia was announced, everyone, oh, it's just that again. You know, like it, it died. It just died, like I think the year before. And then Google announced this. <laughs> and then I just don't remember what the other platform was called. It was basically the same thing. Download, or not download, stream your games to your console or to your You're phone. not thinking of the Ouya, are you? No, no, no. Ouya <laughs> was actually a handheld thing. Um, I'm thinking of something else. I just don't remember the name of it. It doesn't matter because it's dead. <laughs> yeah, remember the Ouya? Nope. Yes, you do. <laughs> I only remember Ouya because people talked about playing Towerfall on that. That's it. I don't, I don't even know what game that is. That's the funny part. It's the old... That and I think Goat Sim, which are on better things now. Yes, so. yes. But yeah, there is some companies, as I said, they're like, they're like, oh, we put all our time and money into this game that was like coming out next month on on Stadia. I'm like, well, I I understand, but like you you sh you know you should have. Some had of them some had suspicion. Some of them know? had contracts that they couldn't get out. Yeah, of course, but of course, but now they weren't told to tell. Now, until we all found out, and now their game's dead in the water. Yeah. Uh, one know? of the devs said it's it was hard to fully uh, invest in Stadia when they weren't like getting like that same investment back into like you know. I'm oh, sorry, investment's not the right word. It was hard to commit to Stadia when they weren't getting that same level of commitment back from them, which is not surprising. But anyways, I think we kind of covered that one. Yeah, I think Chris. so. Okay. Uh. Another story. So, have you played Phasmophobia? I have. Oh, I have. Not very often. It looks. But I have. Looks good. I was thinking of picking it up. Uh, apparently, one of the devs um, got kicked. Oh, got got fired. <laughs> I guess. I. I don't think it was a dev. I think it was just uh, an admin on the Discord. Oh, sorry. Devs kicked. Yeah, sorry. One of the admin. Um, admins on discord got kicked out of the out of the discord and aren't working with them for uh, alleged uh, racist and sexist remarks and videos and just all around creep stuff going on on their yeah discord. i mean this is the official keep in mind this is the official phasmophobia discord but uh yeah. and the devs kind of put out an apology recently but they oh. said you know they they should have taken the, taken this more seriously, but they kind of passed the buck because of how busy they were. Well, those are those are those words, their words rather, not mine. So, um, but essentially, there was a admin on there who was not who was kind of a shady character, and he would kind of strap the line in terms of certain topics. Like he would like almost go over the line. He would always like approach it, but never quite go over it. Um, he he did go over the line uh, privately though, but. Uh, yeah, I think this is where the issue arri arrives or arises rather is um so this guy as you said kind of has some racist things behind closed doors and uh yeah, apparently there is some like uh sharing of nudes going on apparently and 
at first he's like oh here this i think it was a girl yeah i'm pretty sure it was like this girl gave me her nudes even though it was kind of unsolicited and i didn't want them and she shared them with someone else on the discord mm. and so basically as i said all the devs are busy so one of the and this is an artist he's not like you know pr or anything and art an artist called so it's actually the lead artist cj is his name uh, because no one else could do it. He kind of took all this whole situation into his hand. He's like, oh, you have proof of, of all this, of all the bad doing? Okay, show me. Like, to a user who kind of PM'd him on, I think it was tw either, I think it was Twitter. Could could have been Discord itself, though. Uh, long story short, like, they gave him, like, you know, one screenshot here, one screenshot there. He's like, no, this is fine. It's just like, you know, she gave out the nude, so it, they're just showing it amongst themselves, so it's fine. Oh, you know, this doesn't really show racism. That's that sort of thing. But uh, he didn't really take the time because, you know, he says, like, context is key. And he's kind of just brushing it off because he didn't have all the context. He wasn't given all the context from his from his point of view. But, yeah, uh, long story short, like, there's a whole, like, uh, in, in their apology, they kind of explain the timeline and what happened. It's, it's not a long read, but it just kind of goes into it. But, yeah, um, they had they had, you know, someone look into it. And like no, this this admin is is doing okay. So he, you know, they did kick him off the Discord, but they they very shortly reinstated him because someone gave him the thumbs up. Like yeah, this guy did nothing wrong. Basically, he may have saying been... something like, "Oh, boys will be boys. It's fine." Yeah, <laughs> but then, but then when this kind of blew up again, they kind of actually took the time to look into it themselves and like, okay, under uh, you know, now that we actually looked into it ourselves as opposed to just trusting someone else's words. Yeah, he did actually go out of line, and we should have kicked him the first time and left him kicked. So now they kicked all his main accounts and the side accounts off the Discord server, and like, we're we're sorry, we'll do better in the future. <laughs> but it took a lot of like showing off approved to kind yeah, of like but recently. This also happened apparently back in January as well, in which you're like, oh, but it's fine. He he apologized. He won't do it again, and then he kept doing it. And they had to get proof, and CG had to get all this proof and prove to them that this guy should not be allowed on here, on this mm -hmm. public company Discord, which I believe is public, and it's, I think, for fans. I don't know for sure if it's a fan one, like, if fans could go on that Discord, if it's a company one or not, but still. It's a fan one. It's okay, a fan one. So, I couldn't remember for sure. But yeah, anyone could just join that Discord, but any age, anything like that, so he could be being this shitty to and shady and gross to anyone legal or illegal you know minor i guess is proper term like this is not allowed should not have been allowed they should have taken it way more seriously than they did be the the first time <laughs> and the second and time I, and i don't necessarily blame cj because he didn't have all the context and he, even he said like he doesn't agree with it personally but there's nothing he can do in terms of like punishing him that that was kind of his response because he was missing a lot of the context and he shouldn't be the one to do this anyways as i said he just took it upon him because no one else is going yeah. to so i don't necessarily blame him they should have the company should have like had some more commit he's like the lead artist for crying out loud like what do you think his priority is like he's not just an artist he's the lead artist so he's also you know supervising a team of his own and then doing this it's like cut i think he should be cut a little slack you know yeah the it should like I said, should have been taken more seriously by the guys he above him when he and other community members had brought this up to them originally, right? So he's yeah. not HR, he's not he's not PR. He wasn't he's not trained to do this, but he was just trying to like help you know ease the yeah. burden. So it's just know. kind of shitty. 
that this was all going on, but they cut finally cut that guy off the Discord and mm -hmm. all forms. So that's good. Yeah. It took a substantial amount of proof to get the context in, apparently, but oh, you know, better late than never, at least. But yeah. It just goes to show you just because, you know, a person is like in a good position doesn't mean that they're a good person in general. But I think that's quite obvious from all the news stories to be covered. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah, we can move on from this one. So let's talk about perhaps what might be the biggest uh, news story of the week. So Google Stadia is dead. Oh, wait, no, we covered that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But uh, Overwatch came out, I think it was yesterday. Second, wasn't it? I believe. On the second. I think that's when that it was, was released. That was Sunday. I don't Sunday, think it came out Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. By the way, it came out... no, I, I think it came out on the fourth, which would have been yesterday. Uh, Overwatch two is did. out apparently. Anyways, <laughs> Overwatch two came out. So a couple things. Uh, first of all, I mean, okay, so someone asked me on my stream about Overwatch two because it was about to launch. I think yeah. when I was streaming, I'm like, and I said, okay, historically in the history of Blizzard games, in the last like fifteen to twenty years, no Blizzard game has come out. That hasn't had issues on launch day. I said that, and even if it did, I don't. I have Overwatch. I I barely played the first one, like maybe like a couple hours at most. Mm. I'm not really. It's not. It's not my cup of tea. Um, I won't be playing Overwatch two, even though I probably have it because I had Overwatch one with the upgrade. But anyways, yeah, I won't be playing it. But like, never in the history of Blizzard games has they have they have a smooth launch. But this is no exception. But to their credit, this time it wasn't necessarily their fault because they had a DDoS, like a super massive DDoS attack which is a, a denial of service attack. And then on top of that, they had another one to kind of like continue it, like another massive DDoS yeah, attack. It may so, still be going on here and there because I don't mm -hmm. know if the servers are stable yet, but that's been causing some issues like uh, achievements, possibly because of DDoS, the achievements have been causing the game to crash. So that could be it not being able to register properly on the servers. I don't know yeah. exactly. Because think... you'd think this would have been cleared before launching, right? Something causing the game to crash is a is a don't launch this game issue, right? Yeah. And achievements I... are a big thing. You could be right. It, it could it, be. That's gut, what's... Yeah. In my gut, I think the achievement issue is a separate issue. It, it like could that, be, but it think. could it could be related to this, but yeah, it apparently could, like, uh... Achievements it, are causing some people's games to crash. Yeah, like how are we supposed to know, right? But here, here's why I think the achievement issue is separate. Because, like, again, I know you don't care about achievements, Chris, but in the achievement hunting community, not that I play Overwatch, as I said, at least like I played it on the PC, so it doesn't really spoil any of my profile. But like, uh, people were upset for like uh, at least the Xbox version, I believe the PlayStation version as well. They're like, oh, well, you know, with Over Overwatch two launching, all the Overwatch achievements are going to become like un unobtainable. So like, get it, get, you know, get them in while you still can, guys. So people are like on the mad rush to get that done the last couple of months. But then when they uh, launch Overwatch two, which replaces Overwatch one, it's generally just like an upgrade, essentially. Uh, no, they're like, oh, the achievements are the same, and then they added like six new achievements yeah. for like some new characters. So oh, they're not actually discontinued, but. I think because of that, now that whenever anyone locks any achievement, the game will automatically put you out, even if you're in the middle of a match, back in front of the 8,000 person queue to log into the game. <laughs> so it's yeah. like, well, fuck me. Like, how can you avoid getting achievements? You can't. You That's can't. why I'm it just wondering naturally. if part of that is part, part of the DDoS because it's constantly being hit. But who knows? It could just be a 
massive bug because of the achievement and has nothing to do with I that. I think that's the case. So I think that's the case. It could be honestly. one or the other, but there's that going on. I was going to mention, you know, they only added like six achievements. And Overwatch 2, like a lot of people are saying, it's just, you know, re-download Overwatch 2 and it's just higher textures and new characters, but it's basically Overwatch 1 with changes here and there. It's like, because the achievements all transferred over, all your account stuff transferred over, I believe, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, here's here's what I don't understand. Like, I know DDoS attacks are super easy and super cheap to do, and almost anyone can do them with a little bit of research. Like, it's, it's not hard. Mm. I know they're super hard to kind of, like, prevent from happening on your server, but Blizzard, come on. Like, you are so rich. You have so much resources, both human and capital, at your disposal. How could you let this happen? Like, I, if it was for an indie company, I wouldn't blame them. They don't, they don't have the, they don't have the, you know, the stuff that the the combat that against. But Blizzard does, yeah, and but, Blizzard, I'm sure, has experience getting DDoS. It's like, how but, do you allow not Blizzard, one but two? But, but everyone loves Blizzard games, and they would never do this to Overwatch, or World of Warcraft, or Diablo or Three, they? or. Any other game released by them in the recent years that they've scorned their <laughs> their uh, their user base? It just uh, it just like surprises me so well. It doesn't like it surprises me in like like what the fuck are you guys thinking? Like kind of AVGN. Like what are you? What were they thinking? You know, like yeah. how can you let this happen? It's like not one, but you're letting two DDoS attacks, like massive, massive ones, happen to you. Like again, I know how difficult they are to prevent, but given that's Blizzard. And how much friggin' money they have? Yeah, they should, like, like how much they're making? Like, what a million dollars off of Diablo Immortal a day? You can't tell me they're not fucking able to like put they the time and resources into this. Making that much money off it? Hopefully, game. that's gone down since we reported that figure. I'm sure it has, but still, still, still it's gross. <laughs> it is gross, but yeah, it's like, come on, guys, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like you. You are one of the few companies that could have prevented this if you had really put your foot down on the gas about it. Yeah, they've apparently got teams working on it, trying to stop this from happening. But we'll see. We'll, we'll see how it is. Uh, we know, do know that some people have gotten in the game because you know the achievement thing, and people have been recording videos, yada yada, right? But we'll see how long these DDoSs uh, keep going until it finally levels out and. People can play their game. We'll see what else may or may not be broken in the game. Maybe it's mm-hmm. it's just fine. It it'll just work. <laughs> I don't believe that for a second. You don't? Oh. Well, I do we'll, not. But uh... would you believe that you know Giant Bomb, GameStop, Metacritic, Games, uh, GameFAQs, and a bunch of other comment, bunch of other sites are now owned by Fandom? I would believe that. I would, yes. Oh. You know. Okay. <laughs> yes. Sorry, but I do. But yeah, uh, game facts. Oh man, I remember when like they were independent, and then now they're like CNET, and then I didn't know it? that they were bought by GameSpot. CNET, and then I didn't know that. I thought they were still like independent because I go to Game Facts all the fucking time. <laughs> so mm-hmm. well, it's right there, I think, isn't it? Yeah, game, I, I know it's there. Like I just the didn't know. I didn't know that they were bought by CNET and that. <laughs> but yeah, apparently okay. like GameSpot, Metacritic, TV Guide, Fanatical, Screen Junkies, GameFAQs, Jet Bomb, Cord Cutters, <laughs> Comic Bomb, I've only heard of half these things. 
<laughs> were bought by like fandom. They uh the the guy who I believe that's the guys who own or run uh wiki or wiki how? Correct. Uh one of the wikis, uh fan wiki. Fan wiki, uh, yeah. Fan. Or and like... Wikipedia or Wikipedia, I think. There's like two or three. I think they might different... have been done by the same guy. Okay. Well there's like Possibly. I know there's like two or three different wikis depending on like what you're looking up. There's always for me I always run with like two. It's like, do I want this wiki or this wiki? It's like the same thing. It's yeah. like if you go to Star Trek, I know there's like one that's Wookie, like just Star, uh, no, it's Wikipedia is Star, Star Wars. Star Wars. I don't remember what yeah. Star Trek one is. But oh. that's what I mean. It's like you look up any game that's like AAA or mainstream. There's like a couple of wikis for each one. So yeah. Um I mean, it's, like, they're changing hands all the time. It's like no one really wants them or they, knows what to do with them at this, at this point. They're changing hands so often that the price of it changing hands keep going down. Yes. I think <laughs> before this one, the last exchange was 500 million. And now it, this one, there's just 50 million. It's like 10%. Yeah. That was, I think it was bought in like 2020. But when Red Ventures bought it from CNET for like 500 million. I believe 500 million now it's 50 million yeah now it's 50 and before that it was 1.8 billion in 2008 when cnet Mm -hmm. bought by or when cnet was originally bought by viacom i guess it was all you don't mean you need me to tell you this guys but like if the the value goes from 1.8 billion to 500 million to 50 million i think they're just gonna all close down very soon in the future like next couple years i think you know, we'll we'll be seeing these sites close down, and hopefully not GameFAQs, because like that's like well, Metacritic too is pretty important now that you think about it, because a lot of companies base their well, and when I say important, I mean like not for us necessarily, but we've covered stories before where certain companies oh, get, you mean, they'll give bonuses for you mean like how uh, how uh, what do you call it there? They got fucking Ubisoft? Scru- no, well Ubisoft might have, but uh, Fallout uh, New Vegas devs got screwed out of the bonus because their Metacritic score was one lower than what they wanted. Exactly. It's fucking bullshit. That's what I mean. Vegas That's is the I mean. best Fallout game. <laughs> I think GameFAQs and Metacritic, even if they close down, they'll, they'll come back in some form very quickly through the fans, but the rest, I don't think are long for this world. We'll see. Like, like TV I wanna... Guide. Who the hell uses TV Guide anymore? Bunch of boomers. That's who. Like, and they Even, don't use it on the internet. They use it. They still print it off or still get delivered. I I have paper. a hard time believing that because like now you you can't really subscribe to a cable service that I know of that like doesn't already have that built in TV guide thing that tells you what's. That's true. That was showing. around when we were kids. So, and now it's like it's it's built into the cable like company. It's like you can't not have. You know, you can't people still pay for cable, and it's a big thing still apparently. Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised. I mean, people are still paying for landlines, right? People are, are. I'm not looking past. down those people. Some I people. <laughs> my parents, my I, I convinced my my mom to finally go off their landline because, like, they're like, yeah, we don't really use it with with our cell phone anymore. So I kind of slowly. I wasn't like trying to like influence them and just saying like, look, you you, you don't need to be paying for a landline and a cell phone, and you already have a cell phone, yeah, which when... needs a landline. So why not just get rid of your landline and when I money? moved out That's on all my I said. own for the first time, my mom told me you need to get a landline. I did, and I got a cell phone. And then a few years after that, I got rid of the landline and said, "Then my mom's like, why? I'm like, I have a cell phone, and my phone's with me all the time. Just call me on my phone. 
You don't yes. need to call the landline where I won't be there. Because you'll call that and then go, oh, he's not here. I'll call his phone. I'll call his cell. <laughs> right? It's not like this is a, a, a pager. Right? It's an actual phone. So do that. And I don't know if my mom has a landline anymore. I think she finally switched over to just cell phones because she now gets it. <laughs> so it just logically makes sense. I just I know, and this is just a general thing in the world. A lot of people don't like change. You know, change can be scary. Change can be not good at times. Like I know when when I was a kid and we moved, I hate moving. I just because I didn't want a new room and and you know I I just didn't like it. I didn't like moving. Now I don't give a shit, but. I can understand that mentality is what I'm trying to say. Change to some people can be very scary and they don't really want to do it. So I, I understand that mindset. And I don't blame anyone, honestly, Chris, for that. So, yeah, I mean, it doesn't surprise me. Some people still have cable. I mean, I, I think cable is going to stick around for a while because like hotel rooms, I, I was just in a hotel room and there was cable. I'm like, yeah, might as well, you it's know, just, that sort of thing. It's just weird. There, it does have a purpose still. It does. It, it's. I guess, but I think it's weird when they could just get uh, what do you call it, the little TV box thing, plug it into the, not TV box, but like the streaming kind of thingy, like uh, what's what are they called? Like the something box, whatever. Cable box. Well, it's not cable. It's it's basically for all your streaming services, so you can. Oh, it's funny. The hotel room had an option to watch Netflix and Disney Plus. I'm like, sweet. They're like log in. I'm like, oh, I don't yeah. Know. I, but... I'm not paying for it currently. No, not, but and I wouldn't want to enter my private information inside a hotel room tv fuck that yeah like but, i don't know how many of them would actually have like a provided one inside of uh, a hotel like what like a hotel like netflix or whatever or multiple different accounts but like it's just weird that cable is still a thing and they don't just have the streaming boxes set up so you don't have to pay for it just because it's all yeah. streamed anyway so yeah. why why go through because... the cable when you get through the other Probably because people are, don't want to change, as I said, change, and because yeah. they, they make more money. Like, it's funny because when I went to my hotel room, the TV was already on. It said, hello, Sean. I'm like, oh, my name's on there. I'm like on the hotel room TV. I'm like, that's that's new. I'm hello, Sean, that. power off. <laughs> <laughs> then I, you watch, I watch you while you're sleeping. Unplug. No, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, thanks, Hal. Yeah, right? Hey, you're not... <laughs> You right. start singing to me when I'm in the shower, and then we can have a problem. <laughs> I mean, see, I, I, I'll take that option. Sing to me when I'm in the shower. Do the Sephiroth tune. Go. I was more thinking, uh, you know, the songs from that they had. The songs that are made creepy because Hal's singing them in 2001 Space Odyssey. <laughs> I never saw that movie either. I know that movie. It's been parodied for everything. But oh, yeah. I yeah. I've never watched the whole thing, but I know the parodies of it. It's just like mm -hmm. The Shining. I've never seen it. I've seen the Simpsons parody. And so I know what happens in the movie. I know what happens. <laughs> I know how it ends, too. But I never actually saw the movie. <laughs> yeah. So ones I need to get around to watching. Yes. But anyways, that I think has nothing to do with them. Hopefully. Well, I hope not in the future killing off fucking game facts. This isn't what I care about on this on this. Yeah, list. Game Facts, honestly, when it comes to gaming, is a very, very historical site. Like there's a lot That's, of information on message even, boards and that. Like FAQs I don't know how and... many people still use it or upload to it anymore, but for like old games, a lot of people still go to those for the FAQs and guides of how to get through them. It's before achievementhunters.com and stuff like that. You know, it's where you go, it's where you would go to hundred percent your games. 
people put up their own guides of how to do stuff. Yeah, I'm using and... it for my lunar guide to get everything in the game. <laughs> I I last time I used it was last year when I was still a new Twitch streamer. I mean, I still am kind of new. I'm like 16 months into this point, but like like brand new. I meant yeah. When I was still brand new, and I was I was doing speedruns of Final Fantasy Mystic mm. Quest for the Super Nintendo, and there was like literally a speedrun guide on there. I'm like, oh, okay, I will use this resource, and I did. So. It helped me out for that. Like, and that's it, not something you can get like on the internet very easily on any other site. No, it's game facts are almost nothing. There's other sites I've been to for some guides that maybe I couldn't find in game facts or they actually have like pictures on those other sites. But those sites are like, oh, we'll tell you, you know, two paragraphs of what to do. And here's a picture. Now scroll to the next page so we could throw more ads at you. Like, I hate mm -hmm. the site. This site is trash. I don't like it at all. <laughs> right. So, yeah. I mean, I I only speed ran Mystic Quest for like two or three weeks, I think, maybe like a full month. But like, I got like 40th place in the world thanks to GameFAQs. So, you know, thank you GameFAQs. You know, I I did put a lot of practice and I made my own notes, of course. But that was yeah. the, like the foundation. That was the base I went off of. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to see. I really hope if that site ends up going down, I hope everything that's on it gets archived somewhere. Yes, same. Same, because same, same. that's a sad thing they'll be missing like that's well that and all these other sites really like it's if it hasn't already been put on like archive.com it should <laughs> right mm -hmm. so okay well let's move on to what i think might be chris i'm not sure uh our last story of the week but uh yeah so playstation came out with a uh well um they had they did come out with a oh. uh, new service it's a free service it's called playstation stars now when i first heard this i'm like oh are you talking about like that playstation fighting game that flopped with like all the playstation oh you mean playstation like... all stars <laughs> yes i got very confused with this story yeah we talked about like this... i don't understand what's going on here didn't this game already come out but no it's not actually a game no, it's, it's this... a service yeah this is like they mentioned this before with them giving rewards to players for how much you play, stuff like that. They're definitely not NFTs, as they say, but it's basically, it's the play and earn, or is that how you would say it? Well, kind of mentality. Uh... Like you, you, you'll play, you'll earn achievements or trophies, I guess, on PlayStation. And those achievements slash trophies will earn you, you know, avatar pictures or background pictures and yeah, other things just... like that. It's just free shit for stuff you don't is be doing regardless. So there is apparently some extra stuff being added in with that. If we are to believe the this when it was it rolled out in some of the Asian countries. Yeah. So it, it it it's it's so yeah, they launched in Asian countries about a week ago, give or take a day. Um it's gonna launch in the Americas today, actually, October fifth. Mm. And uh Europe, Australia, and New Zealand will receive the service on the thirteenth. But uh, so this is specifically to do with the Asian service because um, I think as of today, last time I checked at least, they may have updated it. Um, they didn't have the same sort of problem that we're about to discuss on the Americas. So like there's no like tier service. But yeah, so this is a free service, mind you. I just want to emphasize that again for our listeners. Um, but essentially there's different levels, right? You join it for free. Cool. You play games. So how it works apparently is um, you kind of rank up from level one to level four, I think is the max. And it kind of, it depends. Like you need to buy full 
games on the PlayStation Store, and you need to like earn not just trophies, but trophies with a higher rarity than normal. So I know on PlayStation there's like bronze, silver, gold, and then mm. the platinum. Platinum yeah. is like you got all the other trophies essentially. Like it's yep. like the you hundred percent the game. And gold would be like basically. you know you got all hundred items or all these uh, hidden chests. That's a gold trophy, or mm -hmm. you got twenty five percent of the chest. That's a bronze because you know that's not that much of an achievement. Right. Yeah. It'd be something like, like leveling. That. Yeah. Leveling up from level one to level two is easy. Buy one game, get one rare trophy. Going to level four is a little more expensive. You need to buy like four games and I think like 128 rare trophies or something like that. So it does take a bit of work. But again, this is something that if you play games naturally, will happen naturally. Like you don't have to aim for it, you know? But because you have to buy the game specifically through the PlayStation Store, like digitally, you can argue if it's I, free or not. But anyways. I was going to say, I absolutely hate that you know even if you can still get to level four with just trophies because i think they said you could um i still hate the fact that to get to the bigger buff you have to buy the digital games off playstation store the physical one i buy off of uh, off of ebay or not ebay amazon or wherever else i get my games right won't count you know it's like mm -hmm. nintendo when you buy a physical game you you may not get the coins for their super oh god for their thing. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> didn't mean to interrupt you because yeah. that reminds me. Well, I've I just I just got my you, switch. So. I just got my sorry. I've accidentally interrupted you a few times because we keep talking oh. over each other sometimes. So, mm -hmm. but go on. I got my switch in February, as you know, the mm -hmm. OLED one. Like that's my first switch, and some of the games worked. It's like, oh, I pop in Metroid, sweet, I get my coin. Mm -hmm. I pop in Mario Odyssey, brand new game, like copy of the game, but it's five years old. It says, we're sorry, this game is like over one year old i'm like come on yeah, nintendo i can't earn games but if you bought it digitally you would probably still get the coins maybe that's bullshit that's i bullshit. could be wrong about the nintendo one but yeah i i just don't like the fact that it's like your physical game it doesn't matter even though we know you have it and it's on your account it may not be registered so you can download it digitally but you we still know you pop that disc in and you can play it we just won't give you the reward for it <laughs> being yeah. in there uh, I anyways. guess they're afraid of people sharing the discs and getting rewards, but I don't. So I, I what don't prevents know. Ryan from giving you Metroid? Uh, I was gonna say Prime, uh, Metroid Dread. Oh no, you have Dread. Sorry, I forgot you played it. Yeah, yeah sorry. Got, okay, well, bad anyway, example. Bad example. But we'll use he could, Dread. Like, give you. We'll use he, that he, as could, he could. He could lend you Dread. Yeah. You pop in your system. You get the coins. You give it right back to him two minutes later. Like there's doesn't make sense. It's like, if you're going to protect it, do it in a good way. That's not a good way, you know? Anyways. I may or not have done that for one of the Pokemon games to get something. Not for Nintendo coins, but for a Pokemon you could download. Yeah. You can only get it yeah. on the one game. I'm like, well, I want this Pokemon, and I have a obscene amount, uh, obscene fucking goal for Pokemon in my living decks that will never get completed. But maybe someday I could say I'm 10% of the way there. You'll have to, after stream, tell me what uh, I can the tell you right now. Is. Living Dex oh, is no. just Let... your Pokemon decks that you have. Like, people are using it in a Pokemon home. It's the only place that you can move all your Pokemon into, right? Living Dex is just the, all the Pokemon you've collected over your entire career. My Living Dex would be like, I want one of every Pokemon, uh, if they have a gender, one of each gender. The shinies and the genders of the shinies, and if they have different forms, so like the um, Rotom, if his form could be 
activist different forms can be held inside the po uh, Pokemon uh, home, then I want every version of Rotom in that form in, ho in home. I want every form of legendaries in their forms in home. Like every single version, every single shiny, that's what I want. Good luck. Yeah, You're that's what I mean. <laughs> uh, it's it's a goal that I'll never be able to reach, but it's what I work for in every Pokemon game. Just add them all in, and whatever I could add in, I add in. You know? I would be happy with just one of every Pokemon. I don't oh, care about gender. In the end, that's like what that. I'll be happy for, really. But to keep me going and playing the games, you know, to just keep going, why not just add the, add in all those other extra things? Like one of every unknown, one of every shiny unknown, you know, stuff like that. Well, unknown's so, a little different because... It's an alpha. They're the same Pokemon, but it's an alpha. Yeah, they're, but, they're but, made to be collected. But by you design. don't need one of every shiny of it as well. No, <laughs> I don't need any shiny at all, honestly. I've, I don't fucking, care about that. The fucking Pokemon that I've been trying to grind in uh, the last game, uh, Sword and Shield, uh, Roly Coley, I'm almost at a thousand Pokemon like encounters with it. Still haven't found the fucking Pokemon. Still because no shiny. Here's, here, here's, here's my argument I can make. Like, let's say. And I've done this before. You want to get a shiny Charmander in Pokemon Red. So you keep restarting. Like you save the game right before you pick and you keep picking the, the Charmander. Are you shiny? No. Are you shiny? No. You try like 100 times a day. You finally get the shiny Charmander. Sweet. Now Is the next thing Is it Max Ivy? No. Oh, I don't care about of that. Of course it's not going to be. Like I'm maybe like one in a million. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. You can add, you can keep adding layers on. Even, even what you said, if you take all that, you can add layers on. Maybe you want a, a, our Charmander of each gender, shiny with perfect EV and IVs without cheating. Well, you can. You can, be, you can come See, that. You can that's what I'm that saying. Obsessed. I, I am. I am. That's why I am just good with one of each. Because that was my original goal. My when the first version of Pokemon Red came out for original Game Boy, I'm like, I want one of each. That was my goal then. That's my goal now. I'm. I'm happy with that. I don't need to get specific into genders, shinies, fucking IV EVs. Fuck all that. That's that's. Way too much time. That would be like a if, if Pokemon was the only game you played. Even then, I would doubt that person would accomplish that goal. So I just start yeah. cheating if I wanted all the IVs like that. <laughs> anyway, okay, moving back to story. That was actually a really <laughs> weird tangent. Uh, back yeah. to the PlayStation Star. Anyways, the so there's program. You can level up to rank four, but if this is fine because it doesn't matter, right? Oh, it does matter because now when you it call might into matter. <laughs> customer support depending if you are part of this free program and depending what level you are you get more prioritized service so if you're part of the program if you're like level one you'll get put ahead on the phone or whatever like your ticket will be looked at before people who are not part of the service if you're level four you'll be really looked at sorry can't talk you will be really you know taken care of and put like prioritized sequence number one as opposed to anyone else on the service. Like they'll like they'll like roll you through immediately, sort of thing. Which it can be good and bad, right? I can see po both points of view, honestly. It's bad because customer service should be all equalized in the yes, perfect it world. Should. Right? It should, yes. On the other hand, you have maybe someone bought a PlayStation 5 just for one game specifically, versus someone who's playing the time and buying the games off the PlayStation store and getting all the trophies naturally, like without even trying for it. Maybe, you know, they're more invested in your ecosystem and they're, you know, more like, again, I hesitate to say this. I'm like thinking from the company's point of view, not my own. They're a more quote unquote loyal customer to you in terms of like spending more money, spending more of their free time playing the games on your ecosystem, buying your games on the ecosystem, that sort of thing. So I can see it from both points of view. I can. So 
I don't think this is necessarily like the like like the devil, you know, going on here. But it does pose an issue nonetheless, and I do acknowledge that. But what do you think, Chris? I think this is fucking dog shit. If this is what they're gonna do and say, oh, because you only play one game, but you've sunk like thousands of dollars into FIFA, you're you're garbage to us. We want someone who spends hundreds of thousands of dollars buying games, never turning off the console. They'll get better priority. Oh, your game doesn't run? Well, we don't care. This person has a problem with a microtransaction. He's more important to us. No, my game doesn't run. Give me my money back or fix this game. Like, it's fucking stupid that because you spend more time on the console, you should have a bit more priority. A customer is a customer is a customer. Customer service should be the same all around the board, no matter what. Shouldn't matter who you are, what you are, how much time you spend on the fucking console. Should be the same all around. That's the way I see it. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. You know, like it should be the same. I don't care what the company thinks of when it comes to that. Customer service should be the same. It shouldn't matter how much you spend or how much time you spend. Right. So that's the way I look at it. I think this is really fucking stupid if this is what they're going to do. It tie customer service and other things like that to your achievement level, basically. It's not quite achievement level, but basically it is, right? Your time sunk and money sunk level. I think it's gross. Yeah, and as I mentioned, uh, I looked at the US site because, as I said, mm. um, today they launched a service on yeah, when in the Americas. Yeah, I posted and this, I... it was like last night or day before something like that so yeah so i'm looking at it right now i see the four levels but they're not mentioning anything about the customer service like at all they're mentioning the other things like yeah to look at the little four here it says bought four full games from playstation store earned 128 uncommon trophies that's the level four requirement so yeah. that's the same benefits but... receive a celebration collectible chat priority routing oh it does have wait chat priority routing i'm not sure that's to do with customer they don't say customer service maybe that is but that could also be like playstation chat so if their service so. is starting to go down you'll have more priority to talk over everyone else which doesn't make sense to me because other the service is up or down it's not like up for some people and down for some people so that's yeah kind of so maybe that chat priority might actually be like live chat for customer service yeah it might issue. be Maybe it might be. I'm not sure if this was here before, and I or I, I just missed it. I'll be honest, but mm. it wouldn't surprise me either way because the service just launched today. So who can say? But uh, yeah, as I said, in the perfect world, like I can understand their point of view, but in the perfect world, as I said, all the customers should be treated equally. Like customer service should be equalized. But I don't know. We'll see how this plays out. I, again, I don't think this is like the worst story we've ever covered, Chris. It's no, but very I, mild, think I think it, it is. But I think it's fucking gross nonetheless. Like I'm yeah out of the two of us i'm the bigger playstation fan right and this is like this i personally don't think that any company no matter who should be saying oh don't worry as long as you're more loyal to us we'll treat you better a customer is a customer right you know if you treat a customer if they buy one game badly they won't come to your platform you lose any potential money from them ever right so it's better to treat all your customers the same so that they all they will have an equal chance of giving you more money. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let me explain my point of view. I'm not saying like I'm right or I'm wrong. Just like just kind of elaborating a little bit. Um, as I said, in the perfect world, yes, I agree. But you know, 
and I'm not talking about video game companies when I say this. I'm specifically trying to like pull us away from that, just like one in a more generalized sense. For business, it's like, oh, okay, you're a small buyer. This is our quota. You want like a hundred of these? Okay, here you go. Oh, another buyer. You want a million? Okay, we're willing to give you ten percent off. Like that's literally how almost every business works, right? But you can argue, is that equal customer service? No, of course not, because the, the person buying, the, you know, in the bigger bulk is getting more of a discount, right? Because like they're, they're getting more money. That's the way businesses work forever. So that's why I don't personally think this is like the worst thing ever, because it's kind of, it's, it's not quite the same. I know that, but it's like, it's kind of like on that same level in, in, in the sense, it's like giving more priority to the person who gives you more money, as you said, Chris, right? That's essentially what it is at the end of the day. And, but that's how business works in the first place. So, yeah, I mean, that's why I don't think they're doing anything out of the ordinary when it comes to this. That's that's my perspective, because that's that's legit the way business most businesses work. Right. Who like make products and such. Not so much maybe for services, but people who, you know, you'd want to buy 100, bolts, you know, 100 million bolts from us. We'll give you a discount because you did such a big order. That's I'm sure you've heard the same thing, too. Oh, yeah. Sometime. Yeah. But so that's that that's 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 where mindset my mindset comes from. Like it's it's not the worst thing ever because that's it's like everyone's doing it already. So I see it as being a little different because uh, like spending more money if if they wanted to do something you know just to say to keep in line with what you were bringing up with how you were saying it, then give the people who are at tier four like you know a discount coupon for ten percent off the next game, you know more rewards like that instead of you get prioritized customer service which could make or break whether or not these people stay on our service playstation already wants to keep people tied to the service like they've already told like companies like um oh is it fortnite hey people are are playing on our service more but are buying uh cosmetics and other services we want more money from you if we want more money but they're going to tell the cust their actual paying customers well, only if you spend more money will we treat you better. Like, it's fucking stupid. It's, like, to me, it just sounds gross, like, the way that they're doing it. If you want to do, give the people who are at level four, you know, treat them better, then you should give them more rewards, not say you'll be treated, actually treated better when you have a physical, we'll say physical problem with our product or game, right? I think it's, I think customer service and rewards are a, are two different things. <laughs> That's the way I see it. If I can, if I convey that properly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of glad that, uh, you know, honestly, I'm glad we don't agree on every single story. I'm kind of glad we can have these, uh, well, yeah, it would be boring. Discourses we... and I, 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 it's, I don't want to call it argument because it's legitimately not an argument. It's just no, it's it's not. kind of different points we of view. It's more of a discourse. We see both points of the view which is i have a strong strong view on the other that's why i posted this one up here on here because mm -hmm. i don't agree with this at all yeah <laughs> if I mean, this is me, the way it is so yeah as it i said in the perfect different. world yeah in the perfect world who yeah, i agree this wouldn't be happening but we don't live in a perfect world and every business does that anyway from, mm. you know so yeah i agreed but disagree at, at some aspects if that makes sense you know we agree to disagree well no, not really. Like, I <laughs> not think, really. I, think, I, I don't think you're wrong, and I don't think I'm right. Or I, I don't think you're right. I don't think I'm wrong. I just think it's just different ways of looking at it, and kind of different perspectives. Because, like, this is not, as I said, this isn't like the scum of the earth type of thing. So, no, it's not. Yeah. I mean, they're not Bobby Kotick. 
Oh, yeah, right. oh. <laughs> and with that, I think is that a noise he makes? John. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. No, I think he makes a a different noise. I won't get I into. I dared to ask. Okay, I I, I dared to ask, but uh, yeah. I think he's got um, a lot more squealing in it. Okay. Because he's a fucking pig. I hate him. I think most people do. And that's why he is, he wants Google to remove the devil horns out of uh, the Google search for yeah, him. Yeah, he could try as long as he likes. It's been archived, and it will be reposted many times. <laughs> I'm not sure if we want to cover this story. It's not really a story, but uh, I'm good be. if we just skip it, if we're not. I don't remember what it was, what? so we could skip it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, I'll just I'll, I'll maybe have like two sentences. So Half-Life 2, oh, yes, that Half-Life oh, 2. Oh, right. Is getting a uh, VR mod and uh, it's going fairly well. It's a little buggy, but yeah, that's about it. I'm not going to go into too much details, but apparently it's uh, free. But I've I don't never, have VR, so I've never played the game. It's good. Ever. I played. I played through it in 2010, 2011. On remember, they had a collection called the the Orange Box. Yep, it, that had Portal, uh, Team Fortress Two. It had Half Life Two. Half-Life 2 Episode 1, Half-Life 2 Episode 2. Yes, Valve really can't count the three. Those are <laughs> yeah. those are like, yes. And that's and the series was supposed to have one more episode, but they just, of course, they can't count the three, so they never did it. So it kind of ends. But it was really good. Honestly, it's like I would suggest everyone playing at least the first Half-Life 2. Like the first, like well, I say the first, like just like OG Half-Life 2. Not, uh, not Half-Life 1. I never played through Half-Life One, so okay. I can't say. But <laughs> Half-Life Two, I think it's it, you know it's old, but I think everyone should play it at least once in their life because that's where a lot of game mechanics kind of. It was, it was say, the first. It was the first game. It's it's first person, but like yes, it's a shooter, but it's also a puzzler. Like how the hell do you get from here to here? You have to jump also, and do this and pick this thing with a gravity gun. Yeah, I think it also helped to like show people how to do like first-person games with cutscenes. I want to say that either that or Halo kind of like spearheaded how to do that properly mm -hmm. i don't remember which yeah. one came up first or what but because for a lot of first person games they didn't do cutscenes very well or could convey what they want to show very well and that like a lot of them were like call of duty or not uh, or battlefield games which was go over here and shoot this thing oh okay and there was not a story right you know what i mean these games actually had story and did cutscenes well anyway yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's it for this week. We uh, wrap things up. And the thing I was going to say at the start that I forgot, I, I remembered like halfway through, but I was waiting till the end. Chris, I want to buy, because, you know, I can't make them at all, like unlike yourself. I want to buy either a Tidus cosplay or a Cloud cosplay, and I can't decide which one. So I'd like to buy one of those fairly soon, along with the wig and the boots for each. But again, I can't decide. But I would like to do that. Hopefully in time for Halloween. Probably not at this point, but... Uh, well, yeah, it depends we'll, we'll on see. how good the cosplay is, or how good the uh, the outfit is. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you could buy cheap and get and get. Quick. I don't. I don't want a cheap one. I want a decent one. I'm willing <laughs> to spend on it. So, yeah. Anyways, yeah. That I think uh, we'll just wrap things up here. So, Chris, where can people find you? I guess you could find me at uh, Twitter at c s c h a b a n g. It's c shabang. I. Post whenever I'm going live. What? I forgot to bring up something. 
Sorry, but continue. I'll, I'll bring it up after you're done. <laughs> you look like you were going to say something like, oh, <laughs> um, like as if I had screwed something up. Um, but I post on there when I'm going live because I don't really have a schedule yet as to when I do things. We do the podcast every Wednesday. It's usually around-ish 5 p.m. Uh, mountain time. But be, I don't know. You have to help me on this. What time is that every other one? Okay, so it's going to be 7 p.m. EST, 5 p.m. PST, 6 p.m. Sorry, no, that's incorrect. Four, 7 p.m. EST, 4 p.m. PST, 5 p.m. Mountain Time. Yeah, I always forget what... I hate time zones. <laughs> but uh, there's that. You can find us here on Wednesday around that time doing this or download the podcast. I'm, I think a lot of podcasts services and i try to go live if i'm streaming during the weeks usually around 3 p.m mountain time so for a few hours at least i'll be streaming lunar and cyberpunk cyberpunk maybe tomorrow we'll see we'll see how it goes and you can find me on oh no i guess where i'd be streaming that is on uh, Prince underscore Kaboom at Twitch. So I think I accidentally merged my Twitter and <laughs> Twitch together. But whatever. One monstrosity. But yes, uh, for me, you can find me Twitch, Twitter, YouTube. It's all the same. Zorb underscore Zex. Uh, I have more socials on my Twitch. All linked below. Uh, it's funny that you say that, Chris, because we, we're going to start streaming at the same time now, like an hour apart, pretty much. But yeah, generally I stream 5 p.m. EST. Um, that's kind of my start point. Sometimes I push it back an hour to do the work, but uh, I, like, I like to start around there. So it's currently playing through Final Fantasy VII Remake. As I mentioned, we'll be having a drinking stream with some really cringe games this weekend at some point. It kind of depends on Nessie because she redeemed. I need to make sure she can watch it. She can actually be there. And then uh, I'm hoping, depending on the certain aspects, uh, to start a Legend of Zelda game on the Switch on Monday because... We mentioned this, Chris, in the podcast, but uh, yeah, it's Canadian Thanksgiving for us on Monday, so we had the day off, or at least we should have nope. the day off. I'm not, well, it's that holiday and pay on, on Monday. Yeah, but I'd rather so, have the day off. Of course, but I'm saying I'm saying <laughs> it's a holiday in Canada is what I'm trying to say. So I do have the day off myself. I will be uh, probably streaming Zelda all day on that day on the Switch. Mm -hmm. That'll be kind of uh, a good experiment because I'll be using my tracker. But yes, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, I post my schedule on my Discord. You can find that, like my personal Discord. Uh, you can find that again on my Twitch. The link will be there. But uh, yeah, the, uh, Chris, the thing I just forgot to bring up, I'm glad I kind of caught it for the podcast because I want to see your reaction because I don't think you know this. Dragon Ball Breakers, they just announced they're having a last chance, what they call it, last minute trial. So... Uh, last chance to play the game before release starting on they have two times here which is really strange but anyways ps4 nintendo switch xbox one steam so on everything essentially mm. um one of the times they have again it's the same end times so i'm not sure why they do this but from the 8th to the 10th and then underneath that they have from the 7th to the 10th so i'm not sure what the difference is it may be different platforms at different start times but the end date is about the same but yeah, uh, the one the thing about this one is that depending on how um, how much you level up your like 
they call it survivor or raider instead of killer in this one but depending on how much uh, you level them up mm. you get free shit that transfers over into the final version i see so i know you are a dragon ball mark so honestly i was expecting you to be a little more <laughs> gung-ho about it but that's all right but yeah well i don't know if that. it'll be good or bad if i'm gonna buy it right so did you play one of the free trials in the past no because i was busy i forgot okay. when they were happening and then i have to work i the only right. time I get time off to do stuff is my weekends, and maybe I could do stuff then. Okay. Right. But, like, just as a heads up, in case the dates don't kind of ring in your head, uh, it's going to be like Friday, Saturday start time up until Monday. So, this weekend coming up, essentially. So, oh, yeah. So, I might be able to play an hour. Well, I thought you have Fridays off now. Yeah, but then I'll be playing in the middle of the night, and I don't want to, pl I don't enjoy playing these games solo. Okay. I All don't. Right. I don't play DVD solo. I never do. I don't play killer. And I don't know if I'll have fun playing that in this game. It's That's fair. Like, so I don't know. We'll see if I can even get on to play it. <laughs> okay. Well, I think that wraps up the podcast mm -hmm. for this week. So thank you very much, everyone, for tuning in. And yeah, peace out. We'll, we'll see you next week. Take care.